Welcome to the LU Moment, where we showcase all the great events, activities, programs, and people right here at Lamar University. I'm Shelby Rodriguez, Associate Director of Community Relations and Public Affairs here at LU. And welcome back to this week's show. Um, listen, it's been an eventful week for the College of Fine Arts and Communication, but especially for the LU Department of Theater and Dance, they have uh, just released their list of spring season performances, and we're excited about it. Joining me today on the show to talk a little bit more about it is Alan Brinks, Director and and assistant professor. Alan, thank you for joining me on the LU Moment this week. Thank you. Always a pleasure to be here, Shelby. All right. So we have three performances this uh, this spring, right? Yes, that's right. Ooh, uh-huh. What are we kicking it off with? What's happening first? So first thing that's happening right out the gate is the Heidi Chronicles. Okay. Um, this is a play written by Wendy Wasserstein. Um, and in 1989, it won the Pulitzer Prize, the oh. Tony Award. It also won a gamut of other awards. Uh, Susan Blackburn Smith, the drama, uh, the Drama Desk Award, Outer Outer Circle Critics Award, Inner Circle Critics Award. It kind of oh, just kind of swept everything. Yeah. So, um, but even though it was, it came out in 1988, 1989. Mm-hmm. It's still very, very pertinent today. Really. Um, and this play, written by Wendy Wasserstein, is one that has influenced a lot of other plays in the theatrical canon. So it's, yeah. it's an important play, but it's definitely not dated, even though it is over 30 years old. Yeah, yeah. So I always um, have to ask you, why did you choose this particular work? I mean, yeah, it's an award-winning work, right? But why this one? Yeah, well, I think always it, it's good to start with a good script, right? Mm. Um, and... Uh, given all these awards, I think you have a pretty good script to start with. <laughs> You're like, so, hey, this is a winner. It's, it's good. a good script. Yeah. And like I said, even though it's 2023 now, almost said 2022, even though yeah. it's 2023, it's still got a lot of things to say to audiences today. Yeah. Um, in rehearsals just the other day, I was talking with students after we went through it and just, you know, chatting about it. And how, what do you feel about this? How, and they're like, we really, really like this. It's still very relatable. Like yeah. still so many themes that apply to us. Like this, yeah. is, this is really good. We're excited about it. So it's like, all right, good. We're excited about it. Oh, so. I love that. So just a little background on the play, y'all. Um, Heidi Holland and her friends navigate careers friendships and lovers as they make their way through the last decade of the 20th century i'm questioning their identities relationships and daily lives as women in an ever-changing world yeah that is definitely relatable (laughs) that is evergreen right there it just doesn't stop um and so the heidi chronicles that will air on february 23rd through the 26th right alan that's right that's right Showtimes begin at 730. 7.30. 7.30, mm-hmm. uh, except the 2 o'clock matinee on the 26th. All right. And, and guys, you already know the uh, performances will be in the University Theater between the Dishman Art Museum and Jimmy Simmons Music Building on the campus right here of Lamar University. What's the next play that we have coming up, Alan? The Revolutionist? The, yes, The Revolutionist. Mm. The Revolutionist is a play by Lauren Gunderson, and this is a playwright that is one of the most uh, readily produced playwrights in the country for the yeah. Yeah. last number of years yeah. um, and we have a guest artist coming in to direct this Laura Moreno okay. um, she does a lot of stuff in Houston Market but she's coming mm. out to direct this um, and this is following four women through kind of the French Revolution time period yeah. and um, just kind of their struggles and how they come together to um, well I guess you'll need to find out but fight Ooh. the system essentially in some ways So, yeah. but it's, it's a great little comedy following these four women um, kind of looking at things from a historical lens, but also an irreverent lens, you know, yeah. and playing around with that. And, and it's just a fun, fun play. So There seems to be an underlining theme of women, right? Women empowerment type of thing. Was that on purpose? 
A little bit, yeah, a little bit. You know,、um, it's we have we have a lot of women in our department, so it's like, <laughs> why not highlight these amazing women? Yeah,、so. yeah. And what did the students think about this this particular work? The revolutionists, yeah, they really like it. It's it's a little bit more. It's a it's a newer play than、uh, the Heidi Chronicles, so some of them、yeah. were a little bit more familiar with it initially.、Um, so they're very excited as well. Like I said,、yeah. it's it's a fun comedy. Heidi Chronicles is is funny as well, but it gets.、Um, It's a little bit. There's a little, few more layers in there as well with Heidi、yeah. Chronicles. So both plays are really、yeah. great. Heidi Chronicles feels like it's a little more real life,、um, you know, a little more heavier in a sense because we've been through these situations maybe.、Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And so, what time period is the Revolutionist、um, kind of set in? Revolutionists is French Revolution, so、mm. you know,、uh, 1700s ish. Yeah. But,、um, I'm not quite sure what I haven't seen the costume designs for it yet. Okay. So even though it takes place during that time period,、yeah. um, the costumes might play around with that a little bit. Oh, I、um, love that. Speaking of time periods, though, the Heidi Chronicles takes place anywhere from 1956 to 1989. Yeah. So、uh, Tanner McAlpin, our、uh, costume designer, is doing a great job of just setting up each of these different decades. So you、yeah. get to see kind of a little bit of a fashion show as you travel through these oh, decades and, and follow these characters as well. I love that, and so I think the last time I had you on the show, you kind of talk、uh, talked briefly about、um, how you prepare students to play roles for which they're not even old enough for, right?、Yeah. So how do you continuously get? Because I'm sure you have a new group of students, right? How how do you continuously get those students ready for these roles and help them prep for it?、Uh, each show is a little bit different, right? Yeah.、Um, with with the Heidi Chronicles, it's Wendy Wasserstein has a lot of language in、mm-hmm. it, and she makes a lot of references to it. So this、mm-hmm. early Stage rehearsal is just kind of familiarizing ourselves with all of these different things that she's、yeah. talking about, yeah.、Um, which is really cool and a great learning process in and of itself. Yeah.、Um, other plays they might be a little bit more physical, where it's about you know the physicalization of the characters,、mm-hmm. um, but it all comes down to what are the relationships between these characters. So trying to pull out, especially with the Heidi Chronicles, where we have one character that we follow and all of these other characters that kind of come in and out. Yeah. How do we track the relationships of these? People over these different decades, and how、right. have they changed from this moment to ten years later, to five years later, or、mm-hmm. whatever it might be? Yeah.、Um, so language and relationships are the things I'm kind of focusing with、uh, the Heidi Chronicles.、Mm. But yeah, each play is a little bit different. And kind of, I guess they kind of immerse themselves into that experience. And some of those experiences they probably haven't really had yet, huh? Like life. Yeah, but I, I think they still kind of they still relate to them. They've,、yeah. they've seen. People go through them, or they've、mm-hmm. heard about them, or、That's、maybe they、point. have had some of them. Maybe not、yeah. to the extent of、um, these characters that are older, a lot、mm-hmm. of them than than the students. But、yeah. it's certainly something that is relatable for these students. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And so the revolutionists will take、um, the stage on April thirteenth through April sixteenth. Of course, that show time is at seven thirty, and the Sunday matinee at two in the University Theater. We are barely out of January, right?、Mm-hmm. The first. <laughs> Um, but the first performance is on February twenty third. How did our students prepare so quickly for the Heidi Chronicles? Well, we're starting right out the gate. First day of class、gosh. was also first day of rehearsal. So, oh my gosh,、um, yeah, just、uh, we try and get things done pretty quickly. So,、yeah. in the theater, you never have a very long timeline. It's just trying to get it up as quickly as possible. So, did y'all host、um, auditions in the fall? We had auditions in the、oh, fall.、Um, wow. So, yeah, we announced the cast over the break. 
Um, That's exciting. Yeah, so students had an opportunity to start looking at the script and familiarizing it with, familiarizing themselves with it over the break. Mm. Um, So yeah, then we were able to start off right away on the 17th with rehearsals. So oh my God. We're rocking I'm like, and rolling. Whoa. I'm like, whoa, that's a short amount of time, but I guess things move quickly in the theater world, right? Yeah, sure do. Yeah, sure do. but I imagine that's a skill that would benefit our students in the long run, being able to adapt quickly, remember, you know, um, balance. Yeah, I mean, that's one of those things that, you know, whether you get, it, it, with a theater degree or just studying theater, Yeah. whether you continue working in the profession or go elsewhere and into another field, there's skills that are certainly applicable to other areas. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, opening night is always opening night. So how do you make sure that you can yeah. do what you need to do by the time it needs to be done? Yeah. Uh, how can you communicate with other people? How can you collaborate with other people, you know, yeah. in this very weird world of, uh, very strange world of building a world that doesn't exist, you know, yeah, to a certain yeah. extent and putting it on stage. Um, so it's certainly uh, skills that can be applied to any direction that you go. So. Yeah, I always love that. Love that. And so the the final um, performance that we have is Dance Unleashed, which I always love. Dance yeah, Unleashed. Yeah. Talk to us about Dance Unleashed, Alan. What can we expect this year? Sure. So Dance Unleashed um, is kind of at the end of each semester, we have the faculty dance concert. This yep. year, it's the Dance Unleashed at the end of this semester. Yeah. And it's it's it always surprises me as well. Um, yeah. Uh, the dance faculty always create an original work um, mm. and cast the students in it. There's usually a guest artist involved as well. So you never really yeah. know what to expect other than it's going to be a good time and a lot of fun just watching these these young students um, dance yeah. in these different styles. It could be anything from um, tap to silks, you know. Yeah. So there's, there's always something different and you never really know what to expect with it. You never really know. And then the last time I had Amy Elizabeth on the show and she yeah. talked about Dance Unleashed, but she also talked about um, research, how her dances connect to research. I just thought that was so interesting. Those performances that we see um, in Dance Unleashed, she kind of took time to research and research how you move the body and you know comparing it to okay a body of water and how you kind of you know just I don't know it's just very methodical so I'm always like entranced when you when I have y'all on the show because it I think it goes deeper than just throwing some performances up on the stage yeah. right or putting on the costume um y'all take time to immerse in the characters immerse in the work and so yeah I'm always a fan Alan cool cool yeah it's in the performing arts our medium is the actor or the dancer, right? Yeah. We don't necessarily have a canvas that we can work with. Our canvas yeah. is ourselves, our instrument, our body, our voice, etc. So mm. researching how, whether you're playing a character that's older than you or different from you in some aspect, or yeah. whether you're researching a dance and how you might move in this specific style, yeah. you're researching on yourself, right? Yeah. And, and how you can use this performance art to portray uh, the themes that you're wanting to do. I love that. And so Dance Unleashed, that's going to be April 28th at 7.30 p.m. and April 29th. Oops. And April 29th at 2 p.m. Um, and 7.30. So there's two times there. And, of course, that's going to be in the Dishman. Uh, I'm sorry. It's going to be in the University Theater. Tickets for these performances range from $7 to $15 and are available at lamar.edu forward slash L-U-T-I-X. L-U-T-I-X. All right. That's where you can get your um, your tickets. And so, Alan, you know, we're coming up. This is our centennial year. Yeah. Right? Centennial year. Um, did y'all sneak any kind of um, little golden eggs or nuggets? in the performances that we should be on the lookout for? 
in terms of the centennial year, yeah, you'll just have to come out and find out. It, it, you heard it here first from Alan. He's like, he's not dropping any spoilers. <laughs> he's a, he's a good journalist. He's not dropping any spoilers. But I like that, Alan. I like that. Well, we're looking forward to it. We're excited about it. Um, anything else you want to add? Yeah, oftentimes we have, in addition to these um, department programs that we do, sometimes we have student-led events as well. And one of those Mm. that often happens is called Applied Choreography. Okay. Uh, And this is the students choreographing their own works and, you know, casting students. And it gives them a little bit of hands-on experience of how they would do it. Um, we give them a little yeah. bit of faculty oversight, but really it's it's up to them to, to figure out how to do it. So giving yeah. a little bit of experiential learning as well with that. Okay, that's exciting. That's exciting. Hope to see everyone there. We hope to see everyone there as usual. We're excited about it. Um, and so, yeah, Alan, I want to thank you for joining me on the LU Moment this week. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure to be here. All right, guys, we have just enough time for a few updates. I got to let you know what's been happening here at The Nest, right? So the Dishman Art Museum um, just celebrated their 40th anniversary. And so they put up two new exhibitions. Uh, one is called Our Back Pages, featuring works of LU alumni and a collaborative exhibition alongside the Art Studio, Inc. Um, and so that's exciting. That's running from January 12th through March 4th. And it also kind of culminates with um, LU celebrating our centennial year, which is happening right now, right? We're creeping up on some of our centennial celebrations. Those will be kicking off later in the year. But yeah, feel free to go over to the Dishman, check out some of those artworks. Another exciting thing I got to let you know about, Lamar University's President Jaime Taylor has announced a total of 789 students to the fall 2022 President's List. So look, if you aren't familiar, students who qualify for the President's List carry a full course load of 12 semester hours or more with grade point averages of 4.0 for that semester. And they automatically place on the Dean's List. So that is very exciting. Congratulations to those Cardinals. And on top of that, the Deans of Lamar University's five academic colleges have announced a total of 1,000 1,158 students to their fall 2022 dean's list. Um, to qualify for the dean's list, a student must carry a full course load of 12 semester hours or more and have a grade point average of 3.5 or higher for that semester. And so, yeah, we're very proud of those students, very proud of our cardinals who have made their list this year. Um, yeah, very, very exciting. And so to view the list and see if your card made it, you can visit lamar.edu forward slash news. Um, guys, if you're just tuning in or couldn't stick around for the entire interview, don't you worry. I got you covered. Just search LU Moment right there on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. And be sure to follow us on social media. Just search um, Lamar University on all social platforms. Hit that follow button and we're right there for you. Um, yeah, this is Shelby Rodriguez, Associate Director of Community Relations and Public Affairs here at LU, the pride of Southeast Texas. And I'll talk to you next time.